All right, Heidi's going to be mean to everybody, and I wanted this to go out sooner because it's been so long. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, we might have to redo this one, mister. Uh-oh. Why are no, you No, I get... just gave you sense and reason. So <laughs> we're sorry, everyone, that we missed this past week. It was not on purpose. Some things just happen. We have to do as God moves us to do, which <laughs> I think you all understand, and it was not for lack of trying. So it is Thursday. Friday, it's Friday, Friday night, like we need to go put the kids to bed as soon as this is over. And I said, hey, honey, remember, I'm going to go ahead and post this one on Monday. And he was like, what? I wanted this to go up right away because we haven't done one in a while. And I said, no, because you wanted Bible studies to go up Mondays through Fridays. So why don't you just start it and say, hey, everyone, we gave you this past week off. So hopefully all of you got caught up because I know so many of you were needing to get caught up. So there you go. We gave you a week off and now we're going to get started. This way we can work all through the weekend and be a few days ahead so when weird stuff happens, we don't get behind. That was the sense and reason I just gave, but apparently it's me being mean. Continue on, Brandon. Yeah, like I said, Heidi was being mean, and <laughs> <laughs> you could clearly hear. <laughs> Heidi's just a tyrant over here. It, I, I mean, if I got anything out of that, it's <laughs> Heidi's being mean, and this won't go out till Monday. You're like a little kid throwing a fit over there. Well, I feel Maybe. bad. I'm like, man, I haven't been for it. But anyway, we haven't done a Bible study for a week now. I think I've just been kind of recovering. I think there's just been so many different things that have kind of really prevented recording, and that kind of stinks. So, yeah, um, yeah life happens, but it's back. And the other thing that was holding me up, too, though, is I wanted to do so much more with John, and this was a horrible book to have things just keep happening and it wasn't in like full pattern so i think it got a lot of people messed up so i do apologize not saying that they weren't the ones that weren't out weren't good or anything it's just that the I idea i think you had in your head of how you wanted this yeah, to be able to definitely go definitely not how i wanted this study to go and having to break it up chapter and then come back to it um i think you did a good job no i think i did too but it's just not how you wanted it how to I go. wanted it to and mm -hmm. I think the book itself uh, deserves like f the way that I think about it I mean the book itself deserves more and it's uh, it's a very very deep complex book and it's a multi-layered meaning book and I wanted to spend a lot more uh, time with it and just kind of go have a different flow to it but hey this is what happened so it's all good this is what happened so We'll just, um, with the next book, we'll just pray for not so many distractions. <laughs> but before we go ahead and start on chapter 16, for anybody that's still doing this. <laughs> I think there is. Like I said, everybody was talking about how it was summertime and everybody's schedules were messed up and their knee didn't get caught up, so I think it's going to work out a little yeah, bit Yeah, it might work out a little bit better than I think. It is. All right, go ahead and take a minute to pray. And then, of course, if there's anything at all that we can do for you guys, anything we can lift up in prayer, help with, counsel, questions, whatever it might be, please seriously reach out and let us know. You can go to APHomeChurch.com. Everything about all the things, it is literally all online. Yep. Everything that Heidi said. <laughs> and everything that Heidi posts about our family on the Internet. Yeah. <sighs> Good start, Heidi. Good start. 
There's like, hey, you've been missing this in your morning. You're welcome. Yeah, I bet you've never had a Bible study start like this before, huh? Well, you know, we're doing the best with what we got. All right. Verse 1. Now, before I start, I guess I should set up a little bit more since it's been, you know, like a week gap. Yep. We have no idea what's going on. What happened? So, well, Jesus is departing, and he is explaining to his disciples his... His, de- his departure instructions on what they are supposed to do and gives us a lot of instruction as well here uh, too. So we've we've reached Jesus talking. He, he's explaining to the disciples like how this is going to work because they're still confused on the way that everything is going to happen. They don't really understand that he's he has to go die like they're that they're still trying to process this like they because you got to remember and the jews at that time they were the the messiah that they were expecting was the complete political he's going to come into jerusalem and just start ruling and reigning and taking his kingdom over right there and that's not the way that it happened obviously it's it it's it it was obviously going to be a little bit more time he was <clears throat> excuse me, going to appear that he accomplished nothing. And this was obviously going to be a lot different than they thought. And although that was just, Jesus went and took them back through the scriptures and showed them everything that was concerning himself and that the Messiah has to suffer and because it, it's all in there. And we have that advantage i guess <laughs> yeah of this but they didn't have that back then especially if you were a jew you were just exp- you were just well because when totally you look different. at the old testament you do get the idea of two different messiahs sure. you know there's this reigning warrior and then there's this suffering, suffering servant, servant yeah. but isn't that i mean like all of us if you know there's two outcomes or two things potentially that could be coming like you want it to be the good one (laughs) you know so like you'll do anything you can to make it be the one you want it to be nobody wants to have the suffering servant part you Mm -hmm. know so it's like no 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 let's focus on the good stuff yeah but we all do that and so in obviously chapter 16 though here jesus is explaining the work of the holy spirit and how this uh, the whole spirit thing's gonna work and how he is ultimately giving us salvation and a guarantee of salvation through the Holy Spirit. And uh, Jesus is also explaining to his disciples here too that their uh, their future here isn't going to be so bright. <laughs> so he's wanting to make sure that they don't give up. Their future is very bright, obviously, but um, seemingly they're going to... Uh, be going through hell, literal hell. Yeah, things don't just go super awesome and dandy for us no, as Christians. <laughs> no, nope. He he's you know just gotten done telling them that if they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. And so, this is a this is a tough one to swallow for uh, everybody, but it's so important for for what's required for us to be reconciled with God. Yeah. So, verse 1. I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. For you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think that they are doing a holy service for God. Hello, Paul. Yep, that's exa- that's Paul right there. <laughs> he 
I mean, he says others, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says the. He says almost those words exactly. This is because they have never known the Father or me. That one gets me. You know, mm-hmm. you see people and they think, if you don't know who Christ is, then you literally don't know God the Father. What's amazing for there too, though, is yeah. I mean, you're saying though before, even before Christ, you didn't know who God was. Period to begin yeah. with. So that whole time, you know, in, in the past when you were thinking yeah. that you were like worshiping God and knowing God and, and doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing, you didn't. It's crazy. Verse four. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The advocate, obviously, is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit does convict of God's righteousness and convict the world of its sin, too, throughout the Christian life. Verse 9. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. Alright, so righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you see me no more. You know, he there's no he couldn't have come in and just brought in his kingdom right there without suffering. And being raised from the dead and ascending to the right hand of the Father. These are the things that have been necessary for this Holy Spirit to come to happen. So, you, can, I mean, how much of a gift is that? And he's sitting there telling him, he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I have to go through this. And then I have to leave and you won't see me for a while. But I'm going to send you this. Well, and God's always been the God of process. Yeah. You look in everything and in sure. he could have just spoke the world into like completion. You know what I mean? Sure. Like but yet he didn't. He did step by step, sure. bit by sure. bit. Sure, he's a yeah, change, yeah, he's a move. creator. Yeah, but everything has this process. But look at for our own lives, right? right. Like we get so frustrated sometimes cuz it's like, "Oh, why do I have to go through this? Why did this have to happen?" You know, all these different things and it's like it's a process that he's going through and he's building up these specific steps and points and and you learn and i mean that's why it's so important we know you know teaching your kids you learn the best through the things that you truly do and and you experience and you go through and that's why you have to fail and you have to learn from those failures and things because that's just how it all works and those are the lessons that really stick with you and you really understand and so you see even with christ it's a process that has to be done it's not just a boom bam you know end of story well yeah and i mean and that's what you get that's what you get from starting yeah like you said i mean he could have he could have spoke the world into complete completion in the beginning yeah but no i mean and then how many times 
how many times do we read seed and planting and harm you know yeah i mean the whole process of everything of growing a child you can see that's where you can see god in every little thing Mm -hmm. like that i mean you look at a child grow from a a little child to an adult that produces other little adult you know little children but he could have just said boom humans (laughs) yeah (laughs) or or adults i mean you know like just uh, yeah but then but look at the process that we go through with the child look at look like ollie right now Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. like she's so stinking adorable. Oh yeah. And then, but then you get to like Gigi's age, and they're they're just as cute in their own and way. And then Lily's and Trav's, yeah. and you know, so it's he it's, is a god of process. He is. He's it's a it's a god of um, you know, process and growth, and it it's it, we we have to wait. Not everything comes to us mm-hmm. right away, but yet everything does come to us right away with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yet we have, with the Spirit, we just have more promise of greater things to come. Completely. And I think the most important uh, little part of that, though, at the end of 11, um, when I say the ruler of this world, that is huge. We cannot forget that. The ruler of this world. That's Satan. Right now. And that's literal. Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of picture that normal most Christians have in their head of it. I've all, I think I've thought maybe I've I've always had kind of a general understanding of how Satan, like how yeah. that works, you know. But I mean, I guess from a biblical perspective and and studying more. Um, it's everything. Yeah. Literally everything in the world. Everything that you go out and, and do in the world. Is, is Satan is trying to. Satan trying turn to. you. Pull you away. Yeah. I mean, you. it's just the effects of sin and, and what that did to the world during the fall is. I mean, it's just kind of mind-blowing, and it's something that we don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about. And I know it's something that we don't understand because our lives don't reflect it. Oh, absolutely not. At all. Our lives would be completely different if we But, did. I mean, we, we look left and right, and we can see the effects of sin in the world. Um, I mean, many of us, even in our own homes. It's in everything. You know, it's just, it's in everything. I mean, it's, I mean not many of us, all of us, because all of us do deal with with the effects of it but the fact that the the ruler of the 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 guy that (laughs) that's got operation of course god has got all control but at this time at this time in which he he has satan's power is limited and he knows his end is coming so how much more violent like you know you think of like your dog may be a great dog but if your dog gets hit by a car and is injured and you go to try to, you know, grab your dog, I mean, you can get bit, right? Because mm-hmm. when it knows it's in pain and it's got that instinct, like, it just does not act like normal. So you look at Satan, who already is turned against God, and then knowing that he's got this countdown clock going. I mean, you just see how the world is getting more and more evil, and everywhere you look, it's being... I mean, you have all of these awful influences coming in and everything, you know, it's yeah, everywhere in the it's, world. It's like it's best to think of it. I think it's best to think of it as, you know, a real life 
kingdom where a king has not lost any part of his kingdom at all. But there's been, you know, this infection yeah. that has infected his whole kingdom for this temporary period of time because of this one individual who has con temporary control over the 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 basic aspects of this kingdom through this world for this temporary amount of time but he has already been judged and condemned he's he's completely defeated so it's just that and through this time it's actually bringing more people to the king so while this this individual thought that he was infecting this whole kingdom he actually was glorifying <laughs> unintentionally glorifying uh -huh. god by adding more it's to like, the kingdom oh, snap. so it's the like, ultimate you know it's the ultimate like what just yeah, yeah i mean and you know i was it, trying it, so it, hard to make sure everybody was going against but instead i just helped and people saw right through it you know and, and just how god uses you know, that hate like that to turn around mm -hmm. for his own purposes just shows his complete one of his one for me, one of his complete traits of sovereignty. Yeah. Of of using evil to be able to accomplish his purpose and end up in turn glorifying him through something that was that was intended to yep. be extremely um, you know, obviously harmful and rebellious against God. Yep. But, but instead, but, it, but, but God. God. Yeah. That's why that's the best part in everything. Anytime you come to a but God, yeah, you just those stop are always and, a good, yeah. amen, here we go. Yeah. All right, verse 12. There's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So the Spirit, well, at first he's telling you, you've got so much more to tell you, but you can't bear it now. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot more after this, this process once the Holy Spirit comes. Um, they have, the apostles have a lot of work to do with spreading the gospel. Uh, the early beginning of the church or the church age, and then uh, explaining his whole return and the end of the world. So, but they weren't ready for that because they didn't, they didn't quite understand what was happening now. All right, verse 16. In a little while you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, what does he mean when he says, in a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me? And I am going to the Father. And what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it. So he said, are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said, in a little while you won't see me, but a little while after that you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. 
So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you will use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. Okay, this has way more meaning than what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to here. Um, this is, what he's saying here is you haven't done this before, asking you, using my name, and you'll receive it. That's another huge God claim because these were Jews that had to go to the temple and had to go through this whole, you know, process of, of sacrifice and obeying the laws and, and, and doing all of these things in, in order to to be in, in right standing. And now Jesus is coming and saying, you've never, you know, you've never done this before. This is you have everything that you want or everything that you need right here inside of you through my through my death and resurrection which is just so totally different than sure. everything that they had been doing sure and and he's definitely um he's 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 speaking very very direct here to them but this passage right here is a perfect perfect analogy to what we Christians are going through now I constantly get messaged and and when I think one of the most popular questions is why am I still suffering you know if if God is so good and if you know if G what Jesus says all of these things and the you know all these things why am I still suffering? Am I doing something wrong? Is God not real? Is that, you know, it's all these different questions come up. Um, and that's just kind of, Jesus kind of answers that um, indirectly in this whole chapter. You know, it's because of sin and the ruler of this world, but it's only temporary. And they he uses the um, suffering pains like a woman in labor as the, the you know we can use that now for our lives for the suffering that we're going through right now our lives are so short and this period is so short and it's seemingly so short and we know that we get past them you know we these these periods of of pain and troubles and things that we go through now you know they're not even if <clears throat> even if they're chronic it won't last and all of it will be completely worth it. And we will have incredible joy. And we will be able to, to celebrate and finally live in this world as he intended it to. Um, with him very, very soon. One way or the other. Whether it's this small period of, of time here in our life or if he returns before then. Lord willing. We're praying for that every single day. Every single day. Multiple times throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. So although this was very direct, has much deeper meaning, people can safely use this passage here to, to just get some joy and hope out of this because it's 
it'll be worth it and the joy that gives way through through laboring through this life and staying faithful to Christ it will be completely worth it and you have to understand that you're not going anywhere you're still going to be who you are you're still going to have the same you know the same mind it'll be perfected but you'll still be you you know we'll have we'll have changed bodies new bodies new new everything without sickness and death but it's not like we're going to be some crazy robotic people that don't know anything. And that's why we recommend Randy Alcorn's Heaven and Heaven Forgives so much because so many of us, we don't understand or we don't rightly understand what is to come and what right. are we looking forward to. So it is easy to get swept up in the world if you don't know and the we truth don't of what you're going toward. Yeah, we don't understand this, this perfection idea either. And you go, well, what would be the perfected version of you know not a worldly but the perfected version of yourself you know that's what you're going to be it's not like you're going to change to, into some different person and play a harp on a cloud in heaven forever no you're going to have absolutely not you're going to have some sort of job <laughs> you know yeah you're gonna have you, to you do. understand that this is a kingdom and and Christ has Giving you the honor to rule and reign in his his kingdom with him, and that has very very literal application to that, because that means that you're you're going to be doing actual things. <laughs> you're not you're not going to be playing harps on a cloud forever. Um, no, we don't know how we don't know how it's all going to work, but. We can just kind of assume from our own human understanding, and it's going to be more awesome than anything that we can comprehend. So, anyway, uh, verse 25. Good job. Oh. you knowing where you were. All right. I've spoken these things, I've spoken of these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I am not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything and that there's no need to question you. For this, we believe that you came from God. Bless their hearts. <laughs> bless their little hearts. We've been in the South for a while, guys. Yeah. Bless this their hearts. Is, you, know, and Isaiah, <laughs> you know, and it's Isaiah straight up says, too, yeah, they're going to be confused. They're not going to have any idea what they're saying. You've literally watched him raise a guy from yeah. the dead. And now yeah. they're like, oh, okay. I get you are it. from God. I get it. <laughs> But they were so confused by so many things that he said because the they kingdom became a parable. Let's just you know? be for real, though, guys. It's easy for us to sit here and look at them and be like, how did they not get it? Come on, guys. Okay, but he, Would you know, again, that he, you had to think, right? You had to understand. You had to think about these things. You couldn't just, you couldn't just get it right off of the surface because it wasn't, it didn't, a lot of it didn't make sense. It wasn't from the world. It was from God. All right, verse 31. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? 
But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, that when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. That's what makes closing out verse 33 and closing out this study, that right there is what makes the whole point and what makes all of this worth it and why all of us need to just get, I know I sound so morose and so, um, you know, depressing sometimes, but, you know, sometimes you just need to go outside and take a broom and sweep up dirt. And you need to take the form of the, you know, the crap. And sometimes, you know, the worst possible situations can be the most, you know, uh, satisfying at the end of the day because we know that the suffering that we are suffering through, that, that the Lord has overcome it and that we have this, we just know that we have hope. We know that, yeah, it won't be better today. It might not be better tomorrow, but it will be. We don't know when. I don't know when, what, but it's going to be worth it. Worth it more than you can even comprehend. But he's also given us the Holy Spirit to be able to make it through this period. So this is what the, you know, the huge gift of this is, too, because this world is hopeless and it has no... There, there's there's no hope in it there's no future in it there's no it, there's nothing it's digressing it's it's worse to worse not better to better so having the spirit as our hope in this world was an incredible necessary gift to receive but it's also what what gets us through everything and strengthens us. So, just remember, Christ's words here. Circle them, highlight them. If they're not already in red, put them in red. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. It's all good. He's got it. Don't worry about it. Whatever you're going through, go through it. And pray. And ask him what you need. Ask. Believe that you can. Here's my prosperity gospel. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't even take, I don't even joke with that. But just ask and believe. But if you truly are asking correctly mm -hmm. and from the heart, ask, believe, and he will give it to you. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't necessarily maternal, material things, but I mean, maybe it could be. I know some of us need a vehicle, need a house, need medication, whatever it is. Just keep praying. Go through what you got to go through. Count it as joy. Count it as joy. And he's got you. And one of these days it's going to turn around. Just keep heart in that. That's the only hope that you have here. Don't search for any other hope. You don't need it. It's right inside of you. So, again, I'm sorry for, I guess, um, having a little bit of a gap with these John studies. But I think they still turned out well. Yeah. 
and so. we will try not to have an, any any more gaps here as we continue on with the rest of John. Because I'm not going to post this until Monday, so we have a couple All days right, to get I, ahead. <laughs> we'll go back to Heidi being mean again. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day, Bye. you guys.